because it was preparation day and businesses would be closing, meals were to be prepared, houses needed to be cleaned, all the things that were needed so no work could be performed on the Sabbath. Most of those left were casual observers, the Jewish leaders, some Roman guards, and three women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Salome. There were other women there, others who had been touched by Jesus' ministry. Together they formed the core of women who traveled with Jesus, caring for his needs and learning from at his feet. These women were not thinking about preparations for the Sabbath. Maybe they should have been, but they were thinking about Jesus. They couldn't watch, and yet they couldn't look away. His body was sagging. His breath was coming in short, strained puffs, slower and slower until finally stopping. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion, who stood there in front of Jesus, saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. The women feel like they've cried so much that they couldn't cry another tear. But the tears start again nonetheless. Their teacher, the one they followed for three years, is dead. It's Friday. It's preparation day. And it's getting late. They take Jesus down from the cross and the women start wrapping his body. The Sabbath starts at sundown and ends at sundown tomorrow. There won't be time to properly prepare the body. They'll have to do what they can and finish on Sunday morning. At least they have somewhere to lay him because a kind man, Joseph of Arimathea, has at least saw to that. He's a follower of Jesus and wants to do what he can. Early Sunday morning, the women are up and leaving the house at dawn. Not that they've really slept anyway. There was a lot of staring at the roof and waiting for a knock at the door. Were the soldiers coming to get them next? For now, those thoughts are pushed aside because it's time to finish the preparation of Jesus' body. The three women set out with spices and ointments that they need to finish the burial preparation that they didn't have time to do on Friday. On the way there, Mary Magdalene wonders aloud, how will we get in the tomb? The stone was rolled in front and it was sealed. They look at each other, but no one has an answer. But they can't give up. They have to find a way to finish the job. Jesus deserves better than a half-hearted burial. As they approach the tomb, they stop in astonishment. The tomb is open. They bend down and enter the tomb and see Jesus is gone. Instead, there's a man dressed in white from head to toe sitting in the tomb. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go and tell his disciples and Peter he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Last Sunday, we looked at a cast of characters surrounding Jesus' entry into Jerusalem before the Passover. And on this resurrection morning, it was the women who were closest to Jesus. These women learned at his feet and cared for his needs. They were the first to carry out the good news from the tomb this resurrection morning.
They went seeking Jesus and found that he was risen. I can tell you, church, he has risen. And if you look for him, you will find him. Will you join me in looking for him?